welcome back to another episode of A Fighting Chance. We've got Salvador on the mic from 100 miles, 200 miles away, but he's he's with us in our hearts. How's it going, buddy? It's going great. You know, the last <laughs> two, three episodes, you've given me these incredible intros, uh, and I felt really They're bad terrible. that... I had nothing to, to to give back. Like I haven't introduced you for the last three episodes or whatever. So I prepared something. What do you got? I prepared. Oh something. no! Oh no! I'm I'm not, I'm not prepared for this. I prepared something. Check this out, bro. Let's do it. Let's do it. Huh. Oh. Traveled far <laughs> with his guitar. A mean left hook and can hook. He's done it all, ladies and gentlemen. The blind people watcher. Oh, Jared. I'm ready to, I'm ready to start throwing these drums. I'm gonna just tear apart the studio right now. I'm still hiding. So yeah. Oh my! That's, All right, well you win. You I win. win. Yeah, it, oh, dude, you just destroyed me. That was a KO. There's no winning here. It was just it was a paying you back. That's like that's a doctor stoppage if I've ever seen one. Damn. Yeah. Doctor stoppage. You know there was a doctor stoppage last weekend. <laughs> Why do you think I just said that? Oh yeah, yeah that's true. I'm trying, I'm I trying need to, to segue. I'm I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm making to... those I'm making those segues. Uh, see, I I tried to segue. Dude, on that was amazing. Table. That was amazing. That was <laughs> you know awesome that the uh, I believe that was, but I think that the inventor of Segway died on a Segway. I'm not gonna comment because I feel like this is a trap, and I'm gonna be like, "Really?" <laughs> and you're gonna be like, "No, it's a joke." <laughs> no, dude, I swear there might be something to what I'm saying. Really? Should is it's it even dist- worth looking into? You could. It's a distant memory, which is like most things that I think that are real. <laughs> but you could look that up. <laughs> Dean Hammond, the inventor something. of segways. Um, well, I don't, I'm not gonna look further. Into <laughs> it's gonna take up like five minutes. <laughs> All so, I have to say is thank you for that intro. Of and course, that's 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 about it. Yeah, I, I wish don't I even have anything to say for the podcast now. You could, you could do more next time. I could do more. I could like bring in. Is, is that gonna be? Mood lighting and everything. Well, I'm giving you different intros every single time, so I All need right. a different intro every single time. There we go. I lo- whatever that music is, you've used it before. I haven't used that before. That's the Bulls. That's like the Chicago Bulls intro theme. <laughs> I spent like every- 30 minutes looking for that song. I couldn't, f- <laughs> I couldn't find it. Wait, you were looking for that's like sh- the Chicago Bulls because I'm from Chicago? Does it have anything to do with that? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I... Yeah, no, nah, well, it's it's an iconic song. It's like a you know, and every sports documentary that's the song they use. So, and you I know figured. a thing or two about sports. I do. I do know a thing or two. Do that's you it. um? Do you watch uh, Sunday football now that it's back? I'm not a big football guy. Uh, I watch. I do watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, but that's it. I, I'm not like a regular season. Watcher. So for you, it's it's pretty much UFC and basketball. UFC and basketball, pretty oh. much it. Stay yeah. in your lane, buddy. Stay in your yeah. lane. Yeah, it's too many things <laughs> to follow. It's like three sports, four sports. Like guys, it's hard to catch up with two. 
What about cricket? Oh, dude, I'm like, I know everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I have posters on my wall. <laughs> That's good. Well, dude, let's, uh, first of all, I think if we went back a week when we made all of these fight predictions, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's no way we got any of them right. For last it felt like that. I, I know really I got did. a couple. But yeah, I mean, I just want to say that you basically <laughs> said that you basically said that Song Yudong had no chance of winning. Yeah. You told me that you wanted to switch your pick two minutes into the fight. And yeah. I, I, where's your loyalty? With well, your there's no loyalty because I'm not even like a huge Corey Sanhagen fan. Really? And not really. No, nah, I'm not like a. I, I, a lot of people are very high on him. And I've seen this after that, that fight. Uh, but yeah, like Song came in and he was smiling at him and he. It was like a, a different energy. I was like, ah, I'm feeling this guy. Pause. Because of a smile? Yeah. Smile. Changed it all. All right. Um, what do you, do you not like? Uh, not that you're saying that you don't like, but like, is it Corey's fighting or him as a person? For whatever like reason, I just haven't like, I'm not super. Connected. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not like. Eh. Dude, I feel like I, I'm, I'm very connected with him. It's really interesting. Really? What? How? Um, I don't know. I, well, I think it's the way that he speaks so honestly about like how he feels going into like the octagon every time, like how it is. You know, he's there to basically dismantle his opponent, and it's in such like this mental warfare way. Mm -hmm. And I like he's even like gotten into like reading books on commander in chiefs going into battle. Like he he's. He's very, I, I think of him as this like very cerebral person, like the way that he like breaks down uh, the, the intellectual side of fighting. And I, um, I, dude, I, I literally was just in the kitchen before I came out here thinking about our podcast. And I remember literally, I was at my friend, uh, my friend's wedding when he fought Piotr Jan. And I missed that fight because I like, no, I had to go back and, like that night when I got back to the hotel room is when I actually like I I was aware that he didn't win and it actually made me very sad that night. It's really funny because I remember literally like I was sitting there I had my guitar and I just started like strumming some chords and I was like saying hey <laughs> I was like very down like it, this was not a happy feeling. Yeah, it was like it had a very beautiful melody and wow. but and I just wanted to like I don't know about you, but like when something happens to a fighter that I, I care about, I want to like, like when Leon won, I wanted to be there to like hang out with him and like hug yeah. him. Like, not that we're like, not that we know each other, but I feel, I feel this like kind of like just brotherhood with the people that I, I've, I've been watching and care and that I care about. And that's how I felt about Sanhagen. Like, just, I don't know. I felt like he, I felt like he won against TJ and I've been on the, the Corey thing for like a little while. Like, I mean, his knockouts have been pretty awesome. And I just, yeah. uh, I don't know. I've, I've been, I, I feel like, like you, you said I was like Ariel, like saying that San Hagen would be holding the belt like yeah. by 2022. And, and I really think that I started to believe that a year and a half ago. And then when he lost to Piotr Jan, I thought that that was it for him. Like, I was just like, he's going to win. He's got, he's got this, like, and it, it, he just got a little bit like outmatched at that fight. And, and I, I literally was in the hotel room just feeling, feeling the feels. 
and I just wanted to be with him in Abu Dhabi on Fight Island, feeling the feel with him. Yeah. I mean, it so. is a rough situation that he was in coming in. Like, you know, he was pretty highly touted and knocking all these dudes out. And then next thing you know, he's two losses in a row. And yeah. he lost one before that to, to Aljo. So I'm sure I can see how that, you know, that can derail a person. And obviously, he bounced back pretty well uh, last Saturday. I like that he was just honest about like how he came in with this different game plan, like playing the game of MMA versus like right. going out there as the, you know, the sniper. Like he was like, you know, wearing on him, doing some cage control, like actually and not just like, like even going for takedowns, but uh, putting the threat of a takedown out there. I I, I think that that's really interesting. <laughs> he like, was like over 15 or something. But the, like, OK, but then I was listening to like like uh Aljo in his on his podcast and he was basically saying like uh what was he like two for 20 with yeah. like Purion in like the last fight and he's like you don't you don't understand like a lot of those are just to have the threat of the takedown be just known it's not like yes if you get the takedown that's the ultimate goal but but just wearing on the opponent is also extremely effective in those moments right and then, and then if looks. you get those two good yeah, and if you're getting those two good ones, like that, that actually count, and you're getting significant ground control time, it's all good. I, hey, hey, what about that Jillian Roberts though? Like that hey, was great. That was that scary. Was, actually, that was crazy because like I, I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, that that girl, like um, Agapova. that woman. I can't call her a girl. <laughs> she's, she's a woman. <laughs> um, girl is dis- disrespectful. I've been told that, but um, no. She was what like six inch reach on her, and then just landing these elbows like ridiculous Ugh. elbows. That actually that was hard to watch when she was landing those elbows because it was maybe 10, 12 completely uncontested elbows to the side of the head. And it yeah, was, like, was oh, it's, it's a lot of brain damage. They should have called it. They should have called it. <laughs> I mean, she came back and won the fight. It I was know, very I, impressive. I bet on uh, the other girl though. Or the really? other woman. <laughs> you went with the, yeah. the, the pure striker against a, a well-known grappler? Yes, I did. Nice. <laughs> I did. I, did. I also like went with Cameron. MMA fan. I could go through the list of who I bet on last weekend, and, and like they felt like good. I mean, you and I both had Cameron Van Camp, and you were just like, as soon as you said, oh, I shouldn't have went with that. Yeah. But I think because your original pick was. Um, it was Nicholas, and then you persuaded me. I don't know why. I really don't. For me, I like underdogs. We've we've established this, but yeah. But they don't. They don't. What happened to Tanner Bozier? That's I like, think Tanner Bozier was outweighed by <laughs> like forty pounds. I think that's what it was. That's like he was trying, but fun, that's not a fun fight though. Like just no, to be held. And he was rocking him too. Like to, he was, he was doing good when they were on the feet. It's just he kept getting taken down and held. Who was very impressive on Saturday? I think above anybody was Anthony Hernandez. He was great. That dude was, was a beast. And then, and then who's the uh, who's the one with the brother who just got a contract? What's his name? Damon Jackson. Oh, sorry. No, no brother no, no. just got a contract. Yeah. No. no yeah. The um... brother just got a contract. Oh, Basharat. He looked yes. great too. Yeah, that guy was great. When he started, when he started like teeing off, I mean, mm-hmm. he's very well rounded. No, I'm not getting to Damon Jackson yet. That that he deserves his own thing. 
Yeah, I, um, I kind of jumped ahead there. Well, because I said brother. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> that was all right. We can we can we can talk about that now. Um, Pat Sabatini. I mean, four fight win streak going into this. You got Paul Felder there, who is just obsessed. get him in the liver. <laughs> no, but seriously, like Paul's like every single time Pat uh, is fighting, you got Paul Felder just being like, "Yep, this is my guy." Like it, it's just. It's almost like he's just got this like sense of like father pride. It's it's really cool, but yeah. um, I'm sure that was very hard for him to witness that loss. But okay, I mean, then you've got Damon Jackson walking out there, and they're giving the speech about how he was cutting weight, and his brother passed away suddenly while he's cutting weight. Yeah, and he's taking he's now taking his brother's nickname for this fight in honor of his brother. And I just literally said, and I, I, um, I was big on Pat Sabatini and and I'm not saying like, like he's still amazing for sure, but you do not want to fight somebody who is a fighter who just had their brother suddenly pass away and still fights. Right. Like that. He, he took that fight still. He he said it. He's like, there's no way I wouldn't take this fight. Like that wasn't even a thought in my mind. That's, that's a different level kind of fight. And I, I really think. It was no no contest. Like he completely <laughs> dominated that fight. Yeah. And now I mean the man's on a yeah. four fight win streak himself. That's uh Yeah. That's pretty great for him. Obviously, you know Did you know he was cut? Tragedy. He was cut from the UFC and now and then he had to fight his way back. Oh, like he had a prior stint? Yeah, he was in the UFC, didn't didn't go oh, okay. so well. He got cut. And then he had to literally fight on the regional circuit again to wow. make his way back to this point. Yeah, he went through LFA. But so he had like, three fights. Imagine? One no contest, a draw, and a loss to Yancy Madero. Can you imagine making it? Like all your dreams have come true. You're in the UFC, you get cut, and then you're gonna fight your way back to this point. Like yeah. that is And he was already awesome. older at that point too. It's not like they'll take in they don't like taking older guys. Dana says it all the time. Ooh, ooh. What about um, not to just completely pass over, but another well, I one. Think, I know what you're talking about, but I think we should also acknowledge another fight that was earlier in the card. Yeah, that's what I'm about to do. Is it? Do you think I'm about to talk about Loma? No. Luke Boonmi? No. Because she looked incredibly impressive. Really? She. I mean, she's uh pretty much a pure Muay Thai fighter. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. really have any, or she didn't have any grappling prior. She fought yeah. Lupi Godinez last fight. Yeah. And pretty much just got like wiped out, dominated. Mm-hmm. And this like fight, she looked incredible. Really? She was taking her down, throwing elbows in the, in, in the ground and pound. Mm. And then she talked about after that, she's, she like suffered heavy with depression. And after that last fight, and then she came back looking like that, I think. She deserves wow. some praise because she looked great. It was very impressive. Uh, I'm I'm forgetting his name, but uh, Trey Ogden, Trey, Trey Ogden. What's yes. is that his name? Yeah, he uh destroyed uh Daniel Zohuber. I'm gonna be honest. I fell asleep during that fight. That's I fine. Never, but... I never fall asleep during fights, and I fell asleep during that fight. That. That's not that was like literally a prelim. 
I know. I'm saying I don't fall asleep on any. Like I've watched intently on every fight, but that fight was so incredibly boring that I it literally put me to sleep. Are you a napper? I'm not a napper. Really? Yeah. You don't like a good old power nap? I mean, I do, but it's not something I I do. Like I, it's not. Did you like? Did you say to yourself, "This is boring. I'm gonna fall asleep"? Or you just like actually? I was watching the fight, and then Mm -hmm. next thing I know, uh, Luma's coming out to fight. Oh wow! I was like, oh, that's happened to me. (laughs) You know, I missed. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that. But but it only happens to me in the main fight. Oh really? Yeah. At that point, I'm too wired. Like I'm too invested to, to fall asleep. I have to. I fell asleep during Jamal Hill's last fight, which was heartbreaking because I know the fight was I'm, crazy. And I love Jamal Hill. And then I fell asleep um one thousand percent during Nate Diaz <laughs> during Nate Diaz last fight. Oh man. I, I think I, I was only awake for like maybe a minute and a half. Damn, you missed a good one. I yeah. I can think back to like the only main event that I've ever fallen asleep with. Was uh Tyron Woodley and Stephen Wonderboy Thompson? Mm. Incredibly boring fight, and I definitely fell asleep during that one. Who and keeps I calling out? Uh, who keeps calling out Wonderboy? Is that a uh, uh, Kevin Holland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be an amazing. Shopcott, I think too, but he, <laughs> he like publicly said, "I do not want to fight Shopcott." Yeah, any more wrestlers? Yeah, and, and I don't blame him. No, he's a legend. Yeah, give him give him some favorable matchups. Not that anything is easy easy in the UFC, but you know, he did take on two heavy grapplers in a row. Give him Sean O'Malley. <laughs> give him Sean Strickland. Make him cut back down to welterweight. Did you know that Sean Strickland fought Kamara Usman at yeah. welterweight? Yes, I just and beat I, him. I don't know. No, yeah. <laughs> Leon no, and Sean I, I did know that. Yeah. Only two. Um, did you know Kevin Holland fought Tiago Santos? Yes. It was the de- debut, short notice. That did not go well. No. No. But I mean, he's a savage. He took the fight. Yeah. Who wants that um, fight in five days or whatever he took it on? Um Back Jose Aldo retired, man. Yeah, what the hell was that? Yeah, he was he he had this amazing card set up for him in Come Rio. On. And, and it's not even that far away. No, it's literally within the next like 7 months. I don't know. That had to be something that went wrong behind the scenes and like he asked cuz he asked for a term, termination from his contract. I don't think it was over. No, it wasn't. So, I don't know what that He hasn't been happy with him for a while. I was reading like an older article about him and the Connor situation. When mm-hmm. he got beat by Connor and then Connor went up and started doing boxing and all that. And Aldo was technically the featherweight champion. He they he had the interim belt. Right. And they like they kept promising, Oh yeah, we'll give you we'll give you the title fight, the rematch with Connor or whatever. And it just never happened. And he says in the interview, I don't want to fight for the UFC anymore. And that was in twenty sixteen. Mm. So I think his relationship was already shaky. And maybe they were trying to negotiate and he was just like, All right, I'm out. But I think he'll go box. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. He's really, he's really gotten good. <laughs> not and he's he was still be young. Like he's not compared to these other guys that are retiring and going mm-hmm. into boxing. All like he's thirty five, I think, thirty six. I think he's thirty four. 
No, no idea. <laughs> that would be crazy. I'm, but I mean, like, considering how long he's been doing this and uh, at mm-hmm. a high level, he's yeah, he's thirty six. That's not bad at all. I definitely think he could go box and and do pretty good. They got to make that Brazil card stacked, though. Like, I saw somebody's fantasy matchups for it. I think it had like Paulo Costa, Hamza Chimaev, um, Amanda, and Juliana. Three. Why? Why not? You need the trilogy. No, you don't. Yes, you do. It's one one. That doesn't mean you need a trilogy. What else does Amanda have? Uh... Aspen Lad. No, that's a different weight class. I was just, it was a joke. It was a joke. She she's not making that weight. She's missing. Ever. She's missing weight. She's um, never. Um, who there's Irene fight? is the only contender right now, and even then, I love Irene, but I wouldn't give her a title shot right now. I would do her and Caitlin Vieira for a number one mm-hmm. contenders. You do Juliana Amanda three. That gets rid of that situation. Whoever wins wins. Yeah, and then next person up. All right, let's say that Juliana got Amanda for the third time or in the third fight. Right. That does not make her better than Amanda. I know that like all I time? that doesn't is what you're saying? Dude, yeah, Amanda think... in that last Amanda in that last fight was so dominant. Like when when Amanda shows up, it's yeah. a different kind of thing. Yeah. So anything just... can happen in a UFC fight. Right, but are we going for anything can happen or who's the better fighter? We're going for who's going to win the fight on that night. I don't think you can argue that Amanda, she's literally the GOAT. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen anybody dispute that. So it's just not for like who's going to be the best of all time. I think it's just, it's left on, it's technically unsettled. It's 1-1. I'm going to say that I've, I completely uh, disagree with everything that I've said because I would totally watch that fight again. Because... Yeah, come on, <laughs> What? No, no, I, I really would because, fight. yeah, because that second fight was so entertaining. Like as much as everyone says, oh, Amanda dominated. Yeah, she looked amazing. But Juliana no, but was really, literally did not stop coming forward the whole time. The whole fight. And it really was one of the most entertaining women's MMA fights yeah. of all time. And throwing up some missions. She hurt yep. she hurt Amanda a couple times too as a well. A couple times. A couple so, times. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know why. What, you I don't know what I'm talking about. In Brazil. Yeah. Imagine okay. that in Brazil as like a okay. co-main. Okay. Okay. And then Charles. Charles and Volkanovski. Can he make that turnaround though? Yes. They're fighting in October. That's January. Yes. He can do that. Because he's gonna take no damage against Islam. He's gonna literally <laughs> knock him out in the first 30 seconds. Five second flying knee. Yeah. If he's a savage, he'll do that. He but is. he doesn't turn around that quick. Has he historically? Um, no, not historically, but I mean, I guess he could pull it off if it's in Brazil. Like he doesn't have to leave. The only thing I'm thinking is the cut to make that cut twice so soon. Um, yeah, Bruno would have been an amazing one. Bruno Silva. To he put on that been. card? He would have been. Oh, if, if he, he didn't, didn't get just... yeah. GM3'd? Yeah, and <laughs> parade. Yeah. You know who you could put on there that's also has the sim- a similar name? Wait, Perea's from uh, Brazil. Put him on when he's the champion. Ah, I like this thinking. I like this is this a new thing. one, yeah. 
Alex Perea versus Robert Whitaker. Wow. <laughs> I just made that. Oh. Book it. <laughs> Book it. <laughs> Book um, it. Yeah. I would love That's that. That's a great fight. That's good. They're fighting even soon. No, they're fighting November. Two month turnaround. Well, he's, he's also take a big no guy to cut. But he'll take no That's damage. true. I don't see him getting like beat up by even if Izzy no. wins. Um man. I would want to see that fight. I'm trying to I completely forgot who I was just oh Bruno Brazil. Mm-hmm. I would put her on that card. Um the two brothers that just won on the contender series, I'd put them on that card in the prelims. Um is Jessica Andrade booked? I don't think so. He's not booked. I you put I mean, Jessica Andrade with somebody. Wait, wait, Glover Yeri. Oh yes, I was trying to think. I knew there was like one Glover Yeri. That, that that's the main event in in Brazil. That's the main event. One hundred percent. That's a wild main event. That's the main. That's event. the that's the card. If they don't make that fight on that card, I will be very disappointed. Because, but it's hard to do. Waste of an opportunity. But the reason why it's hard to do is because Glover's not the champion currently. Why is that hard? Because you're having Yuri go into Glover's territory to defend his belt for the first time. Yuri's a savage, bro. I don't think he cares where (laughs) where he's fighting. The guy like literally studies increment movements of. How people punch, like he 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 trains with like a ping pong ball, just yeah. like swinging Who back kn- and forth. <laughs> for all we know, he could have been training in Brazil for the last six months, and he's like <laughs> becomes a fan favorite over Glover. Like that dude is insane. Yeah. So <laughs> I right. think that's the all least right. of his concerns. All right, I'm I with think you. The only obstacle with that fight is is Jan being like, "I want the fight, I want the fight," but no, he doesn't get it. We we already know he doesn't get it. Glover was like 30 seconds away from still being the champion. So, no, everybody says Glover gets it. And if everybody says it, Glover's going to get it. Yeah. Dude, wow. Yon does, does not get this fight. He gets it after for sure. Like next time, next, you know, after they resolve this, he'll definitely get that. I don't, I don't think anyone can argue that. But like, I'm going to argue it. I'm going to argue it. Who would go over him? I, I would give it to. To Magomed or Jamal Hill before no. giving it to Jan Blahovich again. Mm, no way. Yeah. What have they done over yeah. Jan to get that fight? It's not what they've done over Jan. It's that Jan was losing to Rakic. Oh, you're one of those people. You're one of the, yeah, one I'm of one of the, the smart ones. Them Rakic supporters. Yeah. I like Rakic. He it's, was not winning that fight. Dude. He was win- He was 100% winning the fight. I, what? That stopped in the third round? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. John was up two rounds. John was 100% up two rounds. Why don't you pull up the stats right now? I'm doing it. I'm already on it, bro. Why don't you pull up the stats? Just first of all, stats don't tell you. No, stats don't don't tell you who's getting (laughs) beaten up, but Blahovich was getting beaten up until Rackage just misstepped like, like, uh, like Tom Aspinall. I don't, I don't and he has a blown out. Fight, he had a blown out knee that needed repaired. That's not a Blahovich win. No, I'm not saying. 
Obviously, that was a fluke. I'm saying up until that right. point in the no, actual no, 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 fight, no. Re- I believe no, he was no. winning. Now, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me bring it down. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you something about here, here, ready? About hand-to-hand combat. What? 53 total strikes for Jan Blahovic. Okay. 61 for Rakic. All right, Rakic. But please. listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> 31 significant strikes from Jan, 27 from Rakic. And Jan had a sub attempt. <laughs> so just on stats. Wait, 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 wait. Based off of what you read, we don't know anything. That's true. <laughs> You're not wrong. He's like, well, this guy punched him, but this guy was three more significant punches. Yeah. It means absolutely I don't know. I have to, maybe I have to rewatch the fight again, which I'm, I'm probably not going to rewatch the fight again. But What would Sal Diamato say? Yeah. <laughs> From my memory, or Chris Lee. Yeah. What would Chris Lee have to say about this? From my memory, I think he was winning that fight. Mm-hmm. But why? How can you justify giving Magomed a shot? Um, His last win was over number six. Well, he's undefeated. First of all, that usually does that. Um, <laughs> no, he has s- one loss. No, okay. Well, who did he lose to? Oh, to Paul Craig, right? Is that his one loss? Is to Paul Craig? <laughs> that would be pretty sick. Pa- give see. it to Paul Craig. Give Paul Craig the <laughs> shot. <laughs> Even after the performance, yeah, it is to Paul Craig. <laughs> Paul Craig subbed him with Dude, one second. That was left not in the a bad performance. Yeah, three minutes for or... that was not a bad performance. From Magomed, performance was not a bad performance. Oh, from Paul. Yeah, you're, it was you're breaking up pretty bad right now. <laughs> oh, really? You sound like a robot. Uh-oh. It's because there's a storm. It might be messing with my internet. Where is your internet? I guess we just wait it out until I sound clear. Hello, hello, hello. You're back. I'm good now? Hello. Yeah, you're good. Hello, hello. Um, Yeah, there's a storm No, I don't think that last performance. Oh, yeah. You know, those Florida summers. Am I lagged? But um, no, that wasn't a bad performance by Paul Craig. That last one. I don't think so either. I thought his striking looked very He was improved. just trying to take a nap. He was just trying to take a nap. <laughs> he just wanted to sit down and <laughs> play patty kid. He, yeah, he thought Daniel Zellhuber was fighting. Yeah. I don't get that reference. I don't get it. Because you took a nap during his fight? Oh, look at you. You're just 10 steps ahead. <laughs> and I'm like asking questions. Every time. Oh, every uh, time. Yeah, he didn't look that bad. I just... I don't, I don't Vulcan did great either. Like it was kind of a it was kind of a wash of a fight. But it's not like he got dominated or something. He just he needs to mix it up better. Hey man, you know what fight we uh skipped over? Mm. Oh. I know exactly chitty, what you're chitty, talking about. Chitty chitty bang bang. That cut was disgusting. It was so bad. You could see the artery in his freaking or the vein or whatever in his head. You can see Robocop it. is no joke. He's a savage. Yeah. That's you one of the craziest first rounds I've ever seen. It was unbelievable. <laughs> right? It's just... It... I mean, the knee this guy took to the head. You could hear it. Yeah. There was like a thud. It was, it was nasty. Have you ever seen the TV show Gangland? What's it called? Gangland. It's where, like, they're going over, like, all these, like... Like, they'll talk about, like, gangs, like, MS-13 and all these just, like, 
just like uh, gangs from around the world. I don't know if you've seen the TV show, but I used to Maybe. watch it like a lot. It's yeah. like they get really deep into like just the true gang culture. Mm-hmm. But um, and and a lot of these um, like they they're people who have to like be in like in disguise so they don't get like caught by other gang members that they're like coming clean and like ratting people out. Okay. So they have oh yeah, to, I like, know what you're talking about. So they, they have to, like, the voice, like, whoa, whoa. dude, exactly. Yeah, that's what Chitty Chitty Bang Bang actually sounds like when he talks. Is the voice that's <laughs> really? dropped, dude? It's cr- have you have you not like paid attention to when he talks? I mean, I've heard his post fights interviews. Dude, it is. I don't remember. Dude, pull up a clip of him talking, please. It is just anything he says <laughs> is is the most intimidating. It it is a beautiful speaking voice. Like right. I mean that fully wholeheartedly. With all sincerity. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah wholeheartedly Dude, check up. this out it this voice if you were fighting this voice you'd be like all right i'm done for i'm, I'm telling you there's something powerful just within his voice um pulling it up now yeah a- anything it, it doesn't even matter it's it's i've been trying to work on my voice a little bit since I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> i've been testing so- out the waters <laughs> But it really does sound like when they're they're like making the voice like an octave lower on like mm-hmm. a TV show where they're disguising it. Okay, let's pull it. Check, check this out. You hear it? Number one, your winner. Yeah. By... Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it does. I knew what I was capable of doing from jump. <laughs> together, my coaches had to really get on my and now I'm finally here. I'm finally here. You are absolutely doing your thing. I and mean, that's when he's and that's when he's out of breath when he's doing like right. an interview like for like when an he's calm. Or something. yeah when he's calm it's just like don't get in a ring with that man <laughs> unless you're robocop i know i mean he he was looking great and he just he gassed there was a crazy first round it's like robocop thrives in that in that kind of fight 17 year old that's younger than you it's gonna look really bad if he gets knocked out. Yeah. If he That's... gets knocked out, then the UFC has some serious explaining to do because they're just getting kids knocked out on television. From what I've seen, he's a great grappler. So if he can get it down to the ground, I think he'll be fine. But who knows if they if they're standing and I haven't really seen any of his stand up. I can't imagine that they're bringing a 17-year-old into the octagon that's going to lose. Like, yeah, right. I know he has they're... to be a pretty good prospect. Yeah, like they're not – yeah, it'd be like bringing Bo Nickel in and him losing. Like they're not they... – Yeah. He's probably got somewhat of a favorable matchup. It... He was like a, mu- a minus 190 favorite, and it was also yeah. like expected to go under two and a half rounds when I checked. So I'm like they're expecting him to win and for him to finish the fight. Well, the guy he's fighting is coming off a loss. Um, he's 25. Yo, what about Joe Pfeiffer? Speaking of. Oh, sorry. He's not coming off a loss. But yes, Joe Pfeiffer <sighs> killed it last Saturday. Not only killed did he it. kill it, but he killed it on the microphone too. <laughs> yeah, right. That dude's yeah. going to be huge. Yeah, that's he's so important. It's so important to capitalize on your little bit of microphone time that you get. Yeah, and it doesn't mean like be fake or, or put on some kind no. of act. He's very authentic. That's what's cool about yeah. it. He's like, you tell he's excited. Right. He's like a you, little kid. You just want to have a few people who are 
to watch and connect with you every single yeah, time. Exactly. Like us. Yeah. <laughs> We're great at that. <laughs> but um, no, I think. Uh, do you know any of the other fighters for the contender series tonight? I do not know. I wish I did. There's uh, but uh, I don't. I know there's. I've been reading that there's one dude who looks basically identical to to Habib. Okay, I did see. I saw the picture. Yeah. (laughs) There you go, guys. (laughs) Thank you for watching Fighting Chance. Make sure to tune in next week to for some epic fighting content. Yeah, don't blame us. Blame the weatherman. Yeah, blame Florida. Yeah, blame Florida. Florida sucks. Florida has a lot of (laughs) issues. We all know. Like there, there's been websites made about how bad Florida is. We know that. And um, one of the things that it has to offer is terrible storms yep. in the summer. So you can't go a day without one. Yeah. It's a short fighting chance episode, but, you know, we got to talk about some good things. Talked about last give, weekend's card. Do you want to try to give me a fantasy fight of the week? Yeah, while, I'm just going to uh, say really fast so that we don't cut out again. Who's your fantasy? Well, yeah, this is our new segment. Well, here, you got, yeah. the, you got the music, right? Oh, I got the music. I got the music. Yeah, give, I us actually, the music. <laughs> give us the music. Yeah, here we go. My fantasy matchup for this week is John Wick versus Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Book it. Who's gonna win? <laughs> who's gonna Who's gonna win this? And and how? Uh, Keanu because Reeves. Because they are the same guy. So via cool vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's how he's gonna win. He's just gonna, he's just gonna be cool. Okay. And subdue John Wick. All right. That's my pick. I like that. Yeah. They are the same guy though, right? Just to be correct. Yes, technically they are the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> but this is fantasy matchup, so. <laughs> right. No, no, no. One that's is fine. a trained I... killer. One. Actually, you're, Keanu's you're like a blue to... I think. You're talking to somebody who's fighting with themselves every single day, so we're good. <laughs> 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 Give me the music. Give yeah, me the yeah. music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta restart it. Give me the music. This week's fantasy matchup coming to you by a fighting chance. We've got Herb Dean taking on Dan Hardy, the fight that everybody's wanted to see since Fight Island. Book it! Who you got? Dude, I've got Herb Dean. I think uh, I think Dan Hardy <laughs> lost when he was yelling in that moment. Like, hey, stop the fight! Stop the stop fight! Him. And, um, yeah, you uh, need to do your job, which is not being the ref. Herb uh, Dean was a fighter. Dude, Herb Dean's got this. Herb Dean was... Herb Dean. I think his record was like 2-5 and five or something. Horrible. I'm going to go like, out there and say that I think... At this point in Herb Dean's career, he would be a better fighter than referee. Right. Damn. Yes. What a take. Book it. <laughs> Book yeah. it. Yeah. This, these <laughs> are good matchups. These were good matchups. They were a little, you know, unorthodox. But uh, no, when my, mine needs to happen. I think the fans would want to see my fight. Make it in bare, in bare knuckle fighting. <laughs> with with uh, Mike Perry versus Jake Paul on the undercard. Yep. Yeah. 
Did you watch that Anderson Silva, Jake Paul post no. uh, <laughs> press conference yet? You need to I watch. Like Chael's working it. I know, but I, can... I just I can't listen to Jake Paul. I can't. Too it's much jealousy. Too... No, it's just too cringy. Like the <laughs> only one I've listened to was with with Ben Askren. Yeah. And it's like watching a middle schooler trying to roast like an adult or something. It's just but very. You know he. You know that at this point he can actually fight though, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Well, mm-hmm. he's he's yeah yeah. <laughs> I cannot listen to him promote. I just can't. What about him talking about cryptocurrency? Can you listen yeah, to that? Yeah, yeah. I actually go to sleep <laughs> to that. That's my bedtime <laughs> podcast. It's just is playing on all hours, like him talking yeah. about being a venture capitalist. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, now I can hear you loud and clear. I just want to know, <laughs> have that be known. Maybe as was it a premature ending? Uh, Jalatin Almeida, Shahil Abdurrahim, Mar- Abdurrahimov got rebooked. Did it really? Yeah. For when? Two eighty Abu Dhabi. Ooh. Um. Did you see uh, Paula Costa giving a haircut on the MMA <laughs> Hour today? That was. Or I watched the whole hour. Dude. I watched his whole segment. It was awesome. It really was. He, I actually chose to watch it because of you. I was like, you know what? I got to give this guy a chance. And right, that's true. You weren't big winning. on Paulo. No, but he's winning me over. Very, it's very easy to to win me over if you're Paulo Costa. He is. He's he's, he's lovable. I know, yeah, I was just trying to. I was gonna say that. Like he's he's very. Uh, I forgot the word, but yeah, he's. He definitely sold himself very well and very authentically to not uh, when he's not doing a shtick or anything like prior to the Izzy fight, he definitely was doing a shtick with uh, Walid and all that. And, you know, yeah, like, right. it wasn't him. You could tell here he's, he's being himself and he's hilarious. He he's is genuinely hilarious. Yeah. With Saying that he Jews and all that stuff. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I. Do you think he really screwed up Hamzat from by missing weight? <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's he's just talking. He he reminds me of like a maybe maybe not as as um intentional with with everything that he's doing, but like a Chael Sonnen. Yeah, where it's just they live in like a fantasy world, but it's mm-hmm. it's very entertaining to watch, and you know they're not really in the fantasy world. Like there's just you know they're they're selling and and stuff, but. Is incredibly entertaining, and then him talking about him growing up and like, yeah, I've never seen anything on Paulo Costa's personal life or anything. So it was cool to hear like he got bullied and you know, and obviously Ariel is the best at what he does, and you know, he navigated that perfectly. But I was a big fan of that interview. Have you always been a big fan of Ariel? Yeah. Nice. He's the. I mean, he's the. He's the best. Do you miss uh, him with DC? I do. I miss it dude, badly. That, dude, it was such a great show. It was awesome. Their dynamic was perfect. I don't, I don't yeah. like the DC and RC one. That well, that's <laughs> that's a horrible show. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't watch. Who it. is who does this Ryan Clark think he is? He like you know what I heard him say the other day. Um, it was about that Tony Ferguson thing that they were like DC just said he should retire, which I think was a little rough from DC. Yeah, show um, him my segment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got his contact. I'll hit him up. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, Ryan Clark. Right after he says that, he goes like, "Oh yeah, and in the last three fights of Tony Ferguson, we've seen 
no sign of anything that he like he had no chance and I think he got completely wiped out in the last three fights and oh. I'm thinking like oh. he dropped Justin Gaethje yeah um he I didn't don't... have his arm broken off by Charles yeah but like he he was the one guy to not get finished by Charles Oliveira he was winning the Michael Chandler fight yeah. uh Benil he got like you know he got wrestled he got out wrestled but like nothing's it's not like he's getting destroyed I mean Minus the Gaethje fight where he was beat up pretty bad. But, I mean, you can't say there was nothing in the last couple fights that shows you he's still in there. And last fight. I think he was winning yeah. last fight. Yeah, that Ryan Clark needs to stick to some foosball. Foosball. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he... Who even came up with that? Were they like, oh, their names? Yeah, that's literally together? the it was like, Was that the whole thought process? Probably. It's not even that great of a name. DC and RC you couldn't get more creative, bro. It's it's a bad show. I love my favorite part about uh DC and Helwani was the uh the days of the like the holiday of the day. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, That's true. Like, it was Daniel, just like a real connection. You know what today is? It's national <laughs> dip your donut in coffee day. It's like, oh come on, man. Come on, man. You're killing me. I I'd be remiss to not tell yeah. you how it always That's starts. The classic line. Yeah. I'd be remiss. Yeah. Well, my friend, I think we got beat by the storm today, but we still prevailed. Yeah. So, it was, uh, we had to improvise, you know? Yeah. You know, sometimes you win the fight and sometimes the storm tries to cut you out and turn you into a robot, but that's okay. Yeah. Because I mean, we robocop this thing, you know, we tried we to did. take us out <laughs> and we, we, we finished strong and we persevered and we made it happen, you know? Yeah, no no discouragement here. No, not at all. We will uh we will pick this up with uh better weather next time. <laughs> We're and, just gonna um, move out of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll solve everything. We're going to California yeah. where there's no storms. We're gonna do it with the homeless people in California. Yeah, rent will go up, but yeah. you know, that's okay. Well, gas prices are high. <laughs> we'll figure but... it out. <laughs> with Make with all out. with all we're making off of this show, it won't yeah. be a problem. We've got lucrative sponsorship deals. Yeah, with many brands. Yeah, I even hear Everlast. <laughs> Everlast, huh? Everlast. I like the plug. I like the plug. <laughs> all right, my friend. We will talk soon. Thank yes. you for tuning in, friends, to a fighting chance.